0: And welcome back to the Bicky Podcast, episode three of season two. Um, as usual, you've probably already guessed, I am joined by Grivo. Uh, and you probably guessed again, not Chug. Uh, he's not here yet again for the third episode in a row. But we're not going to linger on that. We'll move on swiftly. Grivo, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm all right, mate.
0: Yeah, not yeah. bad. Okay, yeah. how are you? Yeah, I'm all good, mate. We're all just plotting on, aren't we? Really. Um, we'll get into it later. But a big event on Saturday, which none of us are ready for, I'm sure. Um, well, we are also joined again by our special friend, who looking very likely to become the third co-host um, and overtake Chug at this moment. Uh, it is Brookside. How are you, my friend? I'm
1: good, thank you, mate. I'm good, thank you. How are you both?
0: Yes, we are we are good. Yeah. We are. Um been up to much just last week?
1: Uh oh, I don't know really. Carried on with the uh the house viewings, looking at different properties around the area. We've obviously had the uh the tragic the tragic incident uh down in Plymouth in Kean with the shooting, which has kind of um absorbed the whole of like the Plymouth energy, I'd say. I uh, yeah. can really feel it all about. Personally, myself, I was in Keyham about an hour and a half before it happened, yeah. uh, viewing at a viewing a house that was literally two streets away. So it's one of those situations where you kind of go, "Wow, if we had been there an hour later for whatever reason, we yeah. might have ran into that situation." So yeah, it's been um, it's been a bit of a weird week for us down in Plymouth. Um, yeah, I'm sure has. Yeah, how's how's your week been anyway? Yeah, it's been all right. Um, my
2: cousin and her family came up from Plymouth on Thursday actually. Um they got up to Wales half an hour before it happened. So they left two hours before it happened. Um they too live very close to where it happened, so much so that they could see the park from like the bedroom window. So if they were there then they would have seen it all unfold, which is a horrible thought and like yeah horrible for anyone who was sort of involved in it anyone who knew anyone that was involved in it um but i think for me that the, the saddening bit which happens with all of these sort of events is that the only person that will get remembered is the person that least deserves to get remembered and that's the yeah. shooter yeah like his name will go down in well british history now it's the biggest shoot in since well god knows um yeah. no one's going to remember the 3 year old girl who sadly lost their life um uh, no. the the you know his mother um the the random bystanders on the street like no one's going to remember these names but they are going to remember the person who yeah who has who destroyed so many lives
1: yeah and just oh. and just in case those people out there who's not too sure what we're talking about um uh in plymouth uh there was a shooting uh and unfortunately five people died where uh, a young male, I don't want to mention his name because I don't want to give him the publicity that he most likely wanted from this, but um, he had a shotgun, um, l- legally owned it apparently from what the news reports are saying, um, apparently was mentally, un- uh, mentally unwell, um, went round and um, shot his mum and dad and then proceeded to walk around the rest of Kiam, walking through parks and stuff and um, I believe ended up shooting a father and a daughter who had gone on a walk that evening uh, and shot a bystander who was outside a hairdresser just having uh, a cigarette break. Um, so it's been very sad down in Plymouth currently at the moment. Um, but yeah, the, the the city of Plymouth have done a really great job coming together. Um, there's been such lovely flowers and memorials that have been put around the Keam area. Uh, myself and Emily, because we've been viewing houses throughout the week. Uh, we've been driving through. And we've been seeing all these um, different memorial pieces, and seeing all the uh, the lovely displays that have been going on about. And um, it's been beautiful to see. And um, especially, I know um, from Fargar, the football team. Um, I think I believe the incident happened on the first day, and uh, they had a match on the Saturday. And Pat, um, I wasn't them personally, but I was told that the atmosphere was electric. And um, Gillingham were the team that we were playing, and um, they did like a nice uh, memorial. Um, thing as well, a minute of silence and apparently um, it was just amazing there, uh, Argo ended up winning in the 86th minute, uh, 1-0 so apparently that really uplifted the whole entire um, city at that point so yeah, that's sort of been my week
0: <laughs> Yeah, and obviously everyone at the Vicky Podcast sends our best to everyone involved families of families, everyone that was shot as well of course, and the whole of Plymouth um, stay strong yeah, not nice. Um But yeah, we said that. We we we're gonna we're not gonna continue on that sort of mood for the whole episode. We just wanted to get get it out there nice and early. So it's good that we did that. But yeah, we've got sort of a cheery cherry topic to talk about, um, after we do the Bicky break, break breakdown. Um we're gonna go with British Summer, which is quite a quite yeah, you know, I'd say the majority of people's favourite time of year. Um I do like winter, but summer is probably my favourite I'd say. Um yeah, so we uh first of all like I said, we will go into the big breakdown. Um obviously that's the biggest news of the last week. And just to say for a very, very special listener out there, this we're filming this on a Tuesday. Um so anything that <laughs> happens Wednesday, Thursday and Friday morning, we won't be able we won't know about. So I hope that clears that up for you mate. <laughs> if you know you know. <laughs> if you know you know <laughs> Uh, yeah, Vicky Breakdown. Um, I mean, I alluded to it earlier. We've got a big event on Saturday. So we are all, as a uni group, doing the Tough Mudder. Um, we, yeah, we were supposed to do it last year, but obviously COVID delayed it to this year. And none of us have done anything. In, well, Not really. I say none of us. Five out of six of us have done nothing to prepare for it. Uh, Brookback, you probably have. I've done a small. Uh, the issue is, is
1: as we've alluded to, uh, a British summer normally involves a lot of drinking, uh, yes. and so I've just personally been uh, away on a weekend to London with Emily, and um, kind of then this week got uh, written off. So now all of a sudden I've panicked and gone back to the gym this week, thinking that <laughs> three days in the gym will sort me right out for tough butter.
0: Uh, if I don't know, tough butter is. A combination of a long distance run with a lot of sort of weight bearing exercises in between um so was, you know it's a proper test of everything really um yeah I, I just i've been going gym just because i go gym anyway so i'm not specifically done anything in training for a tough matter so i'll probably be all right on the exercises and the activities but yeah the running bits in between i got no cardio in me at all
2: see i i have trained and planned for it a little bit um i've gone for i've 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 gone for a a different approach of um get fit to uh, run it what i've done is i've researched the obstacles and what we have to do and one of them is some monkey bars over some water oh yeah right so what i've decided to do instead of getting fit enough to do the monkey bars i'm get fat enough to float when i fall (laughs) yeah so that is my plan i've i've been bulking I've yeah. been um, increasing my calorie intake uh,
0: ready to float. I, I rate that. I think you've cracked it there. Um, and as you were saying that, um, we have been joined by someone. <laughs> who, <laughs> who is this? Go about I don't know who it is. I, can, he, can you introduce yourself, please? Good sir. Hello. <laughs> uh, my name is Chug. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: sorry I missed the first two episodes, but I'm, I'm here now.
1: What is this? I'm not happy about this. I'm Uh, here taking your spot, Chug. This is my line right now. uh, Where's your picture on the front, mate?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Loch Ness has been spotted more than you have, mate. (laughs) It has been spotted. Um, It got spotted twice in 11 days, but we went and it's not been seen. I've not seen you in two weeks, so it has been spotted more than you.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, welcome to our special friend, Chug. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing, mate? Where we been? What we been? been everyone been in, know.
2: We've been in Scotland, um, doing the North Coast 500 in our van. Uh, started at Loch Ness, and then drove up to John O'Groats, and then across the top, and then stayed in a place called Durness, and then we're on our way back down now. Um, and then we've stopped off in the Isle of Skye, which is just off the side. And then we're going down to Lot Lomond and then down back home. Beautiful.
0: And this is all in all in your van, which you've spoken about before, isn't it?
2: Yeah, all in the van. Yeah, it's it's been quality, to be fair. Ridders here. Have you enjoyed
0: she, it? Is she holding that well, the van?
2: Yeah, the yeah, van's holding yeah. up fine. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um, Good. And we're getting be- better and better at it because it's like we're taking loads of stuff and it's hard, been hard to know, like. Where to store stuff and and everything, but we're getting quicker and quicker each morning. So
0: it's been... van puzzle. Yeah. Are you just sort? Of, do you have to like pay f- to park the van where you sleep it, or can you just sort of stop anywhere? Else? What's been so there?
2: in Scotland, you can stop anywhere you like pretty much, unless there's signs saying no overnight camping. Um, okay. But we haven't done that. We've we've used campsites just because then you've got toilets and showers and all that. Yeah. Issues because um, our van isn't big enough for a toilet. So, um, yeah, we've been stopping in campsites, which has actually been really nice. So a lot of them overlook the beaches and everything, or in like a nice little forest.
0: So it's been class, to be fair. Happy days. Well, welcome back. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we were just uh, on the Becky breakdown. We were talking about the Tough mud we've got coming up. You are going to be back for that, or are you not? Yes, yep. Um, we were saying how we've done pretty much fuck-all training for it. <laughs> Um, well, you, you've I've done one run Instagram, on the beach, right? haven't you?
2: I've seen your Instagram, and you've been going for it.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm, I said I'm doing just because I'm doing gym for for rugby. That's not specific tough mudder training.
2: Yeah, my my tough mudder training has been non-existent until about four this, days ago. Well,
3: this morning, can we make it a proper hike up this mountain? <laughs> <laughs> like it's four days away,
2: and then. The other day, I went in the sea and then took my wetsuit off and got like proper cold because I know there's like going to be a cold water bit, so I was, I'm prepared for that bit. <coughs> yeah, I, I've also been carrying around and dragging around just like dead weight because I expect to having to drag you over a twelve foot wall <laughs> at some point.
0: <laughs> um Yeah. Jamie, you're the only one with experience of this. Um, Knowing what you know about us, how how are we going to do? So I'm a two-time Tough Mudder participant. I've
1: done um... (laughs) them Yeah,
4: <laughs> no, I got a headband. <laughs> That's I have a headband. What is on your CV? Like, <laughs> that
1: was What was that? <laughs> now, so um, when you do your first Tough mother, they give you an orange headband uh, when you pass uh, the finishing line, and then when you do it the second time, you get given a green headband. What, fucking karate belts, now is it? What's yeah, going exactly. On? Did you the will... third one then? Uh, you don't you have to do it four times to get the next one, oh, so yeah. I won't be getting another headband. But when you um... run around twice. I could do it. Book it in for the morning, book it in for the evening, but I'll be wearing that. Um nah, it's just a good, it's a good bit of fun. Uh it's not taken as a serious event like in a in a race format, even though we'll most likely start right at the beginning and the first kilometer will be like who can be the quickest, and then after that, when everyone becomes tired, we'll then just <laughs> stick together as a group. Um the obstacles are just really funny. Uh Sam alluded to the monkey bars um that's always great but i like, honestly you think to yourself like right, i'll be okay and then you realize that the monkey bar length is about 10 to 12 meters long uh, and it's just it's absolutely grueling but there's normally there's about 10 to 12 obstacles i'd say about four of them are water based i'd say they'll most likely be two or three where it's going to be team-based so, like, us coming around as a group would be perfect for it. The last time I did it, uh, they normally have, like, a, a killer to finish it off. So you can either, like, choose to do it. Or you can just carry on going back past it. Um, the last one that I did was uh, electric wires. So you'd have to run through these dangling electric wires, which would shock your muscles, which basically would just make them dead. And it, it bloody kills. Uh, and there was a girl just before who went through it who ended up having, like, it hit her leg. She fell on the floor, and then the wires were just hitting her continuously, and people had to have, help her and drag her out and stuff, and I'm just <laughs> thinking, oh, my God, like, what is this? So I would love it if one of the one of the boys could do that.
0: Well, I've got muscle
1: the shock, so I'll be fine, mate.
0: <laughs> I was keen to do it until you described that story about the woman. <laughs> now, now I don't really want to crash and be dragged out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, now nah, it'll, it'll, it'll be a good bit of fun. And then also, we get a, um, a cider on the finish.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm going for, really. Free. Yeah, band. basically. And you get a free t shirt as well. Yeah. Do we get a headband still? You will get a headband, yeah. Yes. <laughs> get in. The first I love one is free orange. stash. Yes, free stash. Um, Sam, you don't look keen?
2: I'm just.
1: So out of shape.
2: It's... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just gonna be a long old day, isn't it? Like I I like I said, I've double booked and I've got a barbecue afterwards and it's just gonna be a fucking nightmare. Um I'm I'm the, the only obstacle I'm worried about
1: is Kenneth Gates. Um
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a big I've, obstacle. I,
1: I I will say I can confirm I don't think he's coming. Happy days. <laughs> for, the, for the viewers out there who will never ever get to meet bruce um bruce when we originally booked this he also agreed to do this on the due date of his daughter well when we booked it
2: it was like what two years ago or something we've been delayed through covid his, yeah. his daughter wasn't even alive
0: yeah yeah and then, so... yeah. And then he got messes up the duff and the due date was a tough matter and now Obviously, it's been pushed back a whole year. Therefore, it's now her first birthday,
1: which he thinks is a non-negotiable. Which I'm pretty certain it is. Yeah,
0: I mean, the last thing he said to me was, "There, having family round the night before." But
1: I, I spoke to him yesterday, uh, and he basically said,
0: "Yeah, most likely not." Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think he'd get. He can get away with a lot of that boy, but I think oh yeah, that's, that's that's yeah, you can't get away with that.
2: Right then. I changed my opinion, huh?
0: <laughs> for important. <laughs> I can't
2: wait to see Lucas M's in his purple Astro trainers. Uh, yes. either wearing a white t-shirt of black shorts or a black t-shirt of white shorts.
1: I can't wait. <laughs> yes. I will say, boys, if you've got any pairs of old shoes, I'd suggest wearing those because I bought happened...
0: a pair of fifteen pound pair of shoes Yeah, and no
1: I've got an old pair as well because if it at all it, well there, there will be bits when you get to the water-based activities the mud will just be absolutely chaotic and so like your shoes are just going to be absolutely wrecked so what you can also do at the end is you can donate your shoes and then they have like this whole charity setup where they like end up washing the shoes and then they end up giving to people who like need the shoes and stuff like that onwards and so i normally do that every year because one can't be asked to clean my own shoes because they're absolutely filthy at that point um so just bring another pair with you ready to swap swap into I've just yeah. bought some new
2: carry I thought, my muscles aren't going to get me up these ramps, so I might as well have some grippy shoes that can push me up. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do it in walking boots, <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> the the su- super ever. grippy trainers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised um, like boots aren't allowed, like studded boots. I wonder what the reason is for I need boots.
2: <laughs> well, if someone falls over and then you run over them, uh, yeah, it could hurt. Yeah, so but I do it in my sandicos,
0: that's rugby every week, <laughs> mate. So
2: yeah, but we're hard, isn't it. Yeah, we're art. <laughs> I say
0: we. I just bring the water on. <laughs> oh, yeah, it will be. It will be fun, but I'm in no way ready for it at all. So, no. um, any any news stories? Any stories from Scotland, chug?
2: Stories from Scotland?
0: Anything you've come across? on your travels?
2: Oh, we come across loads of stuff. Um, yesterday highlight. Um, you may have seen on the Instagram was a busy day for us. in sightings. Um, we went on a boat trip in the morning and we saw some dolphins. Uh, we saw, saw some seals, saw some minke whales, saw some gannets, you know, the ones that dive into the water to get the fish. Yeah. Um, and then we saw Miriam Margley who plays <laughs> Professor Scr- Sprout in Harry Potter.
0: I'll rate that. <laughs> so,
2: she, she was like, She was like, hello, do you enjoy your trip? Um, And we were like, "Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Like, we sort of like half recognize her. Like, we know this lady from somewhere. Um, And then she's like, what's the dog called? And then woofed at Rodney. She's like, woof, woof. (laughs) 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 So we're like, Rodney? And then she's like, what is it? (laughs) Like French bulldog. So we we talked to her and then moved on. Um, Yeah, so that was class. And then in the afternoon, we're sort of driving to our next place. And then in the car park of a place on the side, we just saw like a giant stag, um, like a deer thing. Um, we went up to that and fed that, fed it some apples that we had in the back. And it was uh, really friendly. So that was pretty class. Oh. So now that you've seen the deer, um, when's the baby gym? <laughs> 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 um <laughs> no, no date. Think... Okay. <laughs> it got very hush, hush, and quiet. There,
0: <laughs> um. Okay, then. Relating to that, then. Um, what oh. animal? Oh, yeah,
2: oh.
1: I was going to interject with um. Yeah. A tale of house plants. If that's okay.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That moves on
1: to <laughs> my intro. My Bicky breakdown news story. So go for it, Sam. Okay. Okay. Um, Go for seeing it. as the queen of house plants is on the pod
2: as well, yeah, uh, with her ninety-seven in one cupboard. Um, Hi. we Yeah, you would. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, our uh, big house plant, our cheese plant, Juliet. She's um, she's struggling at the minute. She's going a bit brown, a bit limp, and we're trying to work out how to sort of revive her. Yeah. So Molly discovered that you have to like give them a bath, like. You yes. a, yeah, you got a water bath them, right? Yeah,
3: no... so you bottom soak them. You allow them to absorb the water from the, underneath.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. like, apparently there's this, like, technique where you, you fill a bath up and you plunge it in the water and then, like, air bubbles come up. And when the air bubbles stop, you bring it back up again and it let it drain. <laughs> you drown <laughs> what, Yeah. What? what? So, so you, you drown your plant, Right. And then when you lift it up, it drains
1: of all the excess water it doesn't need. Right. It, yeah. yeah. Apparently <laughs> you're torturing your plant, is what you're doing. You, well, yeah. Um, needs
2: must. And um Molly was filling the bath, and she had the bright idea of. Uh, could, well, she went. She let. She would, went to go get the other house plants. Essentially, so there was two downstairs, one upstairs. She put Juliet in the bath, and ran downstairs <laughs> to get. The other plants, right? Bear in mind the bath's filling up of water at this point. Um, so Juliet toppled. Uh, oh, no. Literally drowning herself. Uh, <laughs> soil everywhere.
1: Um, Poor planning the, on Molly's part here.
2: Terrible. And this is the thing. Like,
1: this is a, if this was a child, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's left a child what, alone in the bath. <laughs> what, what is
1: Molly's profession, Sam? she's a teacher <laughs> she, she, she doesn't bathe her kids they don't know what primary school you're working at but she doesn't do that <laughs> um
2: so yeah um we, we managed to save the house plant she's been fully drowned but um yeah we've realized that we're not ready for children yet and he molly <laughs> so <laughs> what's been the result though is, is it is is
1: Juliet looking better? Or... Well, this happened about two hours ago, and she's okay. looked, looked shell shocked ever since. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just like she's had a traumatic experience. She's, she's just still experiencing shock. She's now just sopping in the corner, just sort of <laughs> feeling sorry for herself. <laughs> but that kind of leads on to uh, my interesting news story that I saw, uh, where down in the West Country there uh, there's an Airbnb. That has a very weird request where the person who is staying in the Airbnb has to water the 10 hanging plants in the cottage two times a day. Oh shit. And so it's like one of the most apparently the weirdest requests. But this what also makes it even worse is the owner of the cottage lives right next door. But so still requires the person who is in the Airbnb to water the plants. Essentially they just want a slave,
2: right? Basically.
1: And so there's been a lot there's been a lot of fuss about it. And it's been it's been in the news down in the West Country. I don't know what plants she's got that need watering Yeah, twice I was gonna say,
3: you're gonna like you're gonna kill them if you water them twice a day.
1: Yeah, I mean I am not I I didn't check to see what house plants they were, so unfortunately I can't give you any more information based <laughs> off that. It was just the, the news article that I saw, I thought it was quite interesting. But I love how- the big so the- breakdown because we just look for a heading
2: and we're like, "Oh, that's exciting!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we. I said we'd get better at this, but we haven't. But knowing how difficult it is to look after houseplants, I get that.
2: I'll, I'll
1: pay someone to look after mine. So
0: basically, they basically they want they want a nanny for houseplants.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that that they're paying to nanny the plants. I'm
3: I'm a bit worried about um moving house because. All of my 97 plants are going to have to move and they're really comfortable and happy in their current positions. And I'm, I think they all might have like tantrums when I move them. So it could be a stressful period for us.
2: Not only have we got to move all these plants right, guys. We've, we've been down various beaches over the week and she keeps picking up bloody pebbles, which <laughs> she wants to take home as well, that oh. vaguely look like love hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we could have a... We're gonna have a bloody truck full of plants and a truck full of rocks. You're so white. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: yes, but so my hard. house will look cool.
4: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, are, are you, you gonna gloss them? You're gonna gloss oh, the no, rocks.
3: That's okay. Okay.
1: Oh that's lame. Oh, that's lame. That's like too much.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what my. What, what my stepmom does, she glosses them and writes or paints them where she found the rock. Oh, that's not bad. That is that's a thing down. Hard.
3: I'd probably just write with a sharpie <laughs> on the back.
0: Yeah. Are you going to name the pebbles as well as the plant? Pet rocks. We haven't named the plants before.
3: We've
1: we only named a few of the plants. Well, I'm, I'm guessing it would be difficult to remember the 97 names that you'd have to remember. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I haven't
3: actually counted how many I have. It takes me ages to
2: water, water It's near 97, I can tell you that. It's
3: not. <laughs> I reckon it's probably more like 35.
1: Which is said a ridiculous amount, I will say. <laughs> Considering our house is like... A
3: shoebox.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and that ends the Vicky breakdown then. Um, Great well, breakdown. Well, Great well, breakdown. Well, plants Great and pedals. <laughs> 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 yeah, good one. Yeah. What what is going on?
2: Percy, but. I've got a few questions, mate. Yeah. Um I I love the intro pod, cracking with the ladies. Um yep. cracking pod. But I, I've got a few questions from it. Um but which I wrote down on notes and now I can't even remember the context with them, but i I'll, I'll, I'll say <laughs> the first thing I've got Percy's pants and that. <laughs> Why are you wearing pants when you're going for a swim,
0: mate? Oh, man, it's just comfy as fuck, isn't it? (laughs) I don't (laughs) understand. I just find it it so comfy. (laughs) I will say when I listen to it, Percy, I completely disagree with it. Nah, it's well comfy. You're missing out. You're missing out. I agree. I don't like
2: a baggy boxer because I like everything to be secure. But when I'm swimming... I don't want my soggy boxes. So, Percy, yeah. how,
1: how many boxes are you taking with you, like, on a holiday? Because, like, I would say, like, I have, like, a set amount, but then obviously <laughs> you're going to have to kind of go, well, these are going to be my swimming pants.
0: Well, you just, you know, you need two, two swimming pants, because if, if you're on a holiday, generally the weather's pretty hot, so you just leave the pants out every night, they're dry by the morning, back on, off we go. <laughs>
2: <That's okay. laughs> <That's> so, do. <laughs> <true. laughs> The uh, the second thing I wrote down, which was amazing, um, yeah. sod um, Sam what sod <laughs> Sa- <laughs> Sam what you said about nod up um, up if you up yes. if you know them no down if you know them up if you don't know them yeah up uh, up if you know them down if you don't yeah that's one of my favourite things that's been said on the pod so far <laughs> that's that's some elite elite level logic like yeah, that is yeah. Up if uh. you know. So, when you walk past somebody in the street, if you know them, you nod. All
0: right. All
2: right. Is it up right. or down? Up. Up. Uh. 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 Up if you know him. If you don't know them. All
0: right. Oh,
4: yeah. Right. As well, it's,
0: it's the voice as well. The voice goes up with the nod. Yeah. All, all, all right. right. And then, all right. All right. Um, <laughs> the other thing I've written, which I can't remember the context
2: between this, Molly shitting herself. <laughs>
3: we are on a (laughs) campsite.
2: When did did my share... Sam, can you uh, shadow any light on this? When did she shit herself?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Quickly call her up to the live on the pod. Um. Yeah, bear with. (laughs) Well, when did you shit yourself?
2: (laughs) When did you shit yourself? Chug wants to know, when did you shit yourself? Uh,
4: not often. Not, not often? often.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How often is not often? <laughs> when I COVID. When you had COVID? Did you shit you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did she know we are doing a pod? Chug listened <laughs> to the first pod and made a note just saying, Molly, shut herself. And he doesn't know why you would put that? Well, I haven't. There you go. No, I <laughs> I'll, li- I'll listen back and try and watch it. Well, I don't remember you shouldn't have COVID? Well, not literally. I was just, I was
1: on the side,
2: of you don't talk about COVID. I have terrible diarrhoea. Oh, oh okay. Makes sense. Rec- I'm not sure. <laughs> 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 I, I wrote down two more things. Percy with, yeah. with his classic line with the she, it, they talking about transgender people. Mate, you need to work on your pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how does the pill work? Question. Because me and Ridley had this conversation literally about two hours before that pod.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, and how does the male pill work? Does it like, has anybody done any more research since? Does it
0: like, Chop off the tails of the sperms, or, or
4: what? I think it just would stop me
0: I mean, you, you just said all we do for Vicki Breckland is look at the headlines, so obviously we've not done any more research into this. <laughs> <laughs> it was I don't know. Stuff. Right, okay.
1: Um, I've, I've literally Googled it because I've got my laptop right in front of me. I am going to butcher some of the words that I have to pronounce here, so bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> right, so from what I understand, from what I read, and what the Google search is, a non toxic. Synthetic chemical is injected into the vas deafens. The chemical reacts and blocks the vas deafens. It kills the sperm when they come into
0: contact with it. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. That doesn't sound nice. I know. No, that, that sounds long term like it could fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, <a little> bit. <laughs> could you Google
2: when Molly shatter self,
0: please? <laughs> I'll give you a quick Google.
2: <laughs> no, now go. you put your history, mate, I and mean, we don't want to see that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so there's your answer to all those questions, Chug. I hope that's cleared it up for you. Yeah,
2: thank you, boys. Cracking podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, um, yeah. So, like I said earlier, we are going to talk about British summer, and we are going to bring back the guide to format for this one because we feel like it fits this topic. Um, it's a cheery subject. Um, is it everyone's favourite time of year here? It's it's mine. I'd say it was mine. Definitely mine as well. Oh yeah, hundred
2: percent. Not for me, <laughs> no. <laughs> Why mate? Too hot? It is too hot, yeah. Um, <laughs> and people are happy, aren't they? Yeah. Miserable <laughs> bastard you are. <laughs> yep. Is this, is this the persona that you're adopting in series two? You're just going to be the miserable man of the group?
1: I think I've just sort of grown into it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even got children yet to moan about. He's just like, I'm an old, wicked man who just wants to sit in his house and moan
2: about stuff. Pretty much. He's not even got anything booked for After Tough Mudder. He's just he's just going home to moan. Nah. <laughs> i
1: never think that's Jesus revealed. We've got vegans coming. Oh god, yeah. How do you do a barbecue for vegans? What is even the point at that stage?
3: There is so many vegan delicious options out there.
0: Yeah, but that yeah, but we we spoke about this before, they're picky vegans. Oh yeah. They're not. They're already picky yeah. by being a vegan. But then they're extra picky by being a picky vegan. Yeah, one of them doesn't like soy. Yeah, and that's in
2: most uh, vegan meat replacements. <laughs> no. nice. So yeah, I've I've not cut the grass for a couple of weeks. So she can munch
1: on that. <laughs> <laughs> is the oh. uh, is the beer pong t- uh, the beer pong table still there? Uh no, we took it down, but we can put it back up. Ah, fair.
0: But no, yeah,
2: I, d- I don't like summer.
0: No, you don't like summer. You're not keen. Um, I mean, in Britain, we only get summer for all of three days, maybe yeah. four at a all
1: Four, if we're lucky.
0: Yeah. Um, June tends to be the best month. Yeah. For some weird reason.
1: No, no, um, the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is what I always find when everyone's in work. Yeah, it's never a weekend,
0: um, and it's never a bank holiday. No, I'm always no. pissing down on a bank holiday. Um, so yeah, that's that's our top tip. Um, if you're looking to enjoy yourself, uh, in Britain during the summertime, um, don't book like a two-week holiday. Just book a day because that's all you're going to need. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all you're going. That's all you're going to get.
2: Book off a Wednesday. Yeah,
0: book a Wednesday, a random Wednesday in June, and you'll probably be fine you will be sorted after that, yeah. All good. Um, yeah, activities that we do uh, summer. Um, I sort of wanted to go through how it changes from when we were kids up to sort of where we are now and how it's going to progress for us moving forward. Um, as a kid, what did we all do? Sort of summer holidays, end of school, we're free. What do we? What do we do? Pretty sure my mum
2: just sent me to like summer camps, which I hated. <laughs> But <laughs> they'd be bouncy castles and a like summit I don't know, like you just end up just
0: playing tag with a load of kids and then going home, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's like one side of it, it. You've got the kids that do that that are forced to be friends with people at summer camp,
4: yeah,
0: and then the kids are allowed to just go out with their own mates from school and be free i I was one of those i was I was out on my bike all the time, pretty much,
1: I was a summer camp person. Obviously, <laughs>
2: well, I, I did that later years, but uh, early days it was uh, mum was working, so sent me to the local summer camp thing.
0: Oh, she was all right, because my mum was a teacher, so she was also off at summer. Son,
2: <clears throat> I don't even remember summer when I was a kid.
0: No? That's depressing, <laughs> mate. That's very depressing. oh well,
1: well, he, he doesn't He doesn't like summer, so he mostly is well, just can, like,
0: yeah, it's very true, blocks
1: it out of his memory. I don't really
2: know what I did. All your friends as a kid were female, though, weren't they? Well, we're not, yeah, we're not in secondary school. But <laughs> my main friendship group were females. But in primary school,
0: I don't really know what I did. What about secondary school, then? With your girlfriends? Well,
2: um, <laughs> don't give us that well. We all know what happened. Uh, virgin. Um, I... <laughs>
0: Yeah, again,
2: I think what it was twelve just... years old? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> not this guy. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah, I think again. Yeah, it was just like walking around the streets, just sort of knocking about, really, not doing a huge amount. <laughs> <laughs> the homeless man, the homeless Sam. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have no memory of summer.
0: I don't know what I did. This, you, you bring, bring nothing this to this part. And you, you have nothing to say about summer. No.
2: no. I don't know what I
0: did. <laughs> I, I have no memory. <laughs> Do you not just get on your bike and just cycle around town with your mates? No. You would have
1: been in front- <laughs> Sam, you would have been in Plymouth at this point, surely? Yeah. I remember so what, okay. Uh, what, I,
0: did you do, I, what did you do in Plymouth then, Jamie? Um, Sam probably did do, but I forgotten.
1: Right, uh, so I... My parents' attitude to it was to keep me out of trouble, was to keep me active and put me in things. So, like Chug, I, I was put in, like, summer camps and um, there, I was in sports weeks and all this monarchy and if not then mandy would be off and then we'd be going around to see like grand and granddad or like granddad and nan and stuff like that like that would be like our summers until we kind of got to like secondary school and then it kind of turned into doing like basketball camps so raiders camps is what they were called which is the basketball club down here um and then kind of after that once i got to about 13 14 was then kind of like okay you can go do what you want now
2: I can literally ima- imagine Mandy saying, Roy, you, you let him out on his bike once, he's going to end up in a gang. 100%. <laughs> he's be one of the most notorious.
1: <laughs> well, t- the f- funniest thing is that my uh, auntie was a, um, an ex-gang member. Uh, oh. An ex-head school teacher. <laughs> Do you remember this story? Have I already <laughs> thought this before? <laughs> no. she? Basically, she gave the advice to my parents. Um, to To keep them off the streets is you need to put them in clubs and activities which is why throughout most of my school life I basically was in every kind of club from like Monday to Friday and
2: are you in a gang now? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, now I'm um, with the
0: Bridge <laughs> <Irish> crew um, <laughs> they're treating me well <laughs> Chug, what did you do then? After, after uh, when you after your summer camp age, what did you do?
2: Yeah, very much out on the bike, uh, not far from the Contox where I was. So um, we're at the Contox a lot, um, doing just cycling up there, playing a lot of football, um, just just being a normal boy really. Like I remember, I remember when we first started like drinking. We probably started drinking late compared to a lot of people, but. I remember like 17 years old, like that was the best summer, When not it? That was the top summer. When you were 16, 17, um, and we had one mate that was able to get alcohol. So he went up to Sheppie's Cider and got um, a couple bottles of the rough stuff when mum was away uh, for two weeks. And we just put it in my fridge and then we just all stayed at mine for like a week and we just lived off that in the garden for, for, for ages. Mm-hmm. We just chilled in the garden
0: yeah we had that we had a friend who, whose parents would go away for like a week over summer and they trust their kids stay and we would all be around there all week that, i remember that, that was good times
2: my memory from that is when i used to have mates around and we'd have sort of drinks and when my mum did my mum obviously knew but like i thought that i was keeping it from mum that we were sort of having some drinks and stuff um i remember like packing up in the morning before she was about to come home and then taking just bags and bags full of cans round four miles round the block to try and put it in somebody else's wheelie bin so then she would never know that it was ours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Another game we played at Summer, which could spark a little debate of, as to what it is called. Right, right. I'll explain the game rather than say what we used to call it and then we can all say what we used to call okay. it. So you, you go up to a random house you knock on <laughs> said front door of said house and you run away cherry knocking what? cherry knocking
2: knock knock ginger
0: yeah knock yeah,
3: knock, ginger.
0: knock and run uh, what? Yes. knock and what? run so you so you you're quite literal as a kid
3: yeah
0: knock and run <laughs> 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 no knock knock ginger we called it why not knock ginger?
4: That's weird. I, I don't have no those.
0: idea. It was, just, it was always accepted. called that. I don't know why. I don't know where it's coming from.
1: Why is it called cherry-knocking? Why Why cherries? Well, can't, I don't know. Does, does it come from the term like cherry-picking when like, you sort of just pick the best ones and then run away or something? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's loose, that is. That's loose. <laughs> Somebody give you an answer. I was trying to find one. Mm-hmm. We also um, went around stealing um, dust caps from cars and stuff. Like, you know, we had just like massive collections of like different <laughs> shaped dust caps. From we didn't cars. do that in Plymouth. No, You might have done it in Bristol, but we didn't See, do that in Plymouth. I wasn't kept active, mate, so I joined a gang. Ah. <laughs> and, we, and we went right, We were called a Dust Cap Gang, and we uh, we went around <laughs> stealing dust caps. <laughs> One game we used
1: to play uh, during the summer. Um, I don't know if you boys would know. It would be like Tracker. Did you ever play Not this? Not heard of it. How's that? Uh, uh, so that, like the premise of the game is it's like a it's a giant game of tag, where nice. you basically go right, guys. We're gonna play this game of tag within like this housing estate over across like two miles. Go run, go hide, go wherever you want, and then there'll be one person who's on, and their uh, job legal. is to like go across like the whole area and trying to find that those
0: people. Man, aren't yes. call them man?
1: Ah, okay, we call it a tracker. <laughs> I've um, I've got a Wikipedia
2: to work out why it's called knock knock ginger, right? Yeah, yeah, I've, and I've got a list of variations of the game from around oh, the me. world. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. um, yeah. Uh, in the United Kingdom, there's there's lots of names. Uh, there's Nicky Knocky Nine Door. <laughs> uh, there's Knock Down Ginger, Knock Off Ginger, Knock Out Ginger in Wales. A lot of um, ginger. A lot of ginger. Um, one of Ella's favourites, Knock A Door Run. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Scotland, it's Chicky Melly, Chap Door Run, or Chappy Chappies. Um <laughs> In North America, Ding Dong Ditch. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, South American. Ring and Run. Uh, (laughs) Nicky Knocky Nine Door, also in Canada. Uh, What else? Australia, Nick Knocking. Uh, Ding Dong Dash. I like that. Ding Dong Dash. Ding Dong Dash. -dash. Um, In South Africa, Tok (laughs) Toki. In Chile, uh, Rin Rin Raja. (laughs) <laughs> and in South Korea
1: Bell <laughs> Twee. Okay
2: um, So yes That is uh, Cherry knocking From around the
0: world <laughs> Pod done There is no way Kids are playing that game In South Korea They are so Fucking regimented over there They're not playing games like that They're not yeah. playing in North Korea Could take that Well no <laughs> definitely not <laughs> But yeah That big game We call it We call it Manhunt Where you just Yeah Basically tagged but we but did you, that. Yeah, but... you, you, you tag tag. Obviously, every you tag, they become it. But when manhunt, if you tag them, they're on your team, and you're both then catching everyone else.
2: We did that, but a bunch of us had, um, you know, the laser shooter things where you 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 wear the oh, the um, vest the vest. Um, so we did that around massive neighborhoods, but with the laser guns and the vest. That's
0: cool.
1: Outside quasar outside
0: quasar yeah, I like, yeah that. I like it yeah i like that that sounds pretty cool big fan of that ella did you any any female orientated games uh
3: no i mean chug likes to say that i used to just play with a stick and ball um i i grew up in a tiny bit steady um, I grew up in a tiny, tiny village and we used to literally just play in the streets. Um, with your
2: stick and ball. Not
3: with my stick and ball. We used to build a lot of dens. Yeah. Um that cool. was a a prime activity. But no, we, we played a lot of manhunt. Um, nice. Yeah, nothing really new to be honest.
2: One memory that's just come back to me about summer is do you remember <laughs> Spud Guns? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that was a big summer thing, wasn't it? <laughs> Running around the streets with spud guns. <laughs> or there was that one kid who went to France and went to a French market and got a BB gun. Yeah, that was sick.
0: And it was just, yeah, ridiculously very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, time for a break, I think. Um, and then we will, <laughs> it's nearly been an hour. We will, then we will come back and continue with breaking down summer see you in a little bit you are listening to the bicky podcast i hope you're enjoying this episode if you haven't already please send us some feedback to the bicky podcast at hotmail.com and even give off give us a follow on instagram at the bicky podcast but for now Back to this week's episode. Enjoy. Oh, welcome back to British a guide to British Summer. Um, so far we have broken down that Sam hates summer, has no memory of summer. Um so yeah, another top tip there. If you are nine years old, about to enjoy the best of your summers, write things down. Um so that you remember them when you come to do a podcast in your later years, you can remember what you did at summer. Um yeah, so moving on to our summers now. Hopefully Sam can remember what he did he's currently doing this summer. Um, yeah, so summers tend to become boring because adult life is boring, isn't it? Really? Um they turn into drinking and barbecues, basically. Yeah, I think the only thing to do now in summer is literally drink, isn't it? Yeah, all we look forward to is the first pub card and pint.
2: Yeah, it's it, when you when you all your mates when you're all free, what should we do? Um,
0: pub. Yeah, that's that's it. Like it seems like the only uh, you know physical activity we would do is maybe a kickabout.
2: Yeah. And he, even so, uh, I mean, it was all right we We're at uni, but, I mean, I, t- I don't know, would we look out of place if we went down on an ASI now?
0: I, d- I don't know. I don't know, actually. I don't
1: know. I don't think you ever would. I don't think ever a group of people going down to an Astro and playing football looks out of place.
2: No? no I
1: it's just... it's, a, it's a beautiful British thing to do, isn't it?
2: Just yeah. kicking a bunch of kids out of the goal. We're older kids.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. 26 <laughs> and 37 years old. Lucas doing Raboners.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that 22-0 win will live long in the memory. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to play it? Do you want to play each other? Mate, <laughs> I, I never did that as a kid, but I found as I was growing up, kids were getting so much more confident and, Like coming up to me, going, "Yeah, do you want to play against us?" I'm like, "I would never have ever asked (laughs) a a bloke in their twenties if they wanted to play football with me when I was like a kid." I swear, kids are just getting cocky, but it's probably what it is these days.
2: That that put it's a bit off subject, but that put a thought in my head. Yeah. Um, and Jamie, you'll know this. Whenever I see kids at the moment nowadays. They're always just, like, walking around, just doing, like, casual Fortnite dances to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, is this a thing? Like, they're just, like, like doing that dance where you, like, pretend to throw up a ball and then like, catch it and then roll uh, into a dance. Like, I, will, all...
1: I will say, I will say <laughs> there was, like, a phase, obviously, when Fortnite was at its peak. It would literally just be dances all around the school (laughs) playground or any time that I would kind of like do my basketball coaching and stuff like that. Not so much now, but you still do see the occasional floss. You do still see like the occasional um, like a couple of different Fortnite dances and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) You got Take the L was a big one as well. Yeah. Is Fortnite still big? i don't know um they still play it yeah. from what i understand i
0: saw then... some singers have done like live concerts through Fortnite. Yeah, so, yeah ariana grande did one recently yeah she yeah. Recently
1: did one marshmallow uh did one as well um there was a famous rapper i can't remember his name off the top of my head now he did one uh but i don't know i don't keep up to date with Fortnite really to be honest no. so i don't really know what kind of goes on anymore
0: yeah. Well, um, sorry
2: for that detail, but I just thought, like, why are kids all doing doing Fortnite dances themselves? They're never even in groups. Like, that is the kids summer these days. They're just like yeah. roll about the streets, do a Fortnite dance themselves, go in, and play some Fortnite. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean,
1: that's that's something's going to be very different to ours now. A lot of it, well, obviously we've just had COVID and everything, but a lot of it is online based. Where I'd say we could... online was still a thing, but wasn't necessarily massively out there when we were younger. I'd say now it's a lot more online based for them. So they don't go and interact and do the stupid stuff we did in the summer.
0: Very true. Yeah, that's a worry, isn't
2: it? Like, that's why they call them... What are they? Generation Z. Oh,
1: God. Um, Gen
0: Z. They just don't go outside.
1: What are we then? We're millennials. Millennials, Millennials, are we? Yeah. And then there's uh, Gen X.
0: They're the old boys, aren't they? Hmm. And then there's Boomers as well. That's one. I can't keep that, man.
1: Yeah, no, I can I. Are we that old? Yeah. Yeah, we are, Percy.
0: Fuck. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we are. One thing I will say, though, with like an adult kind of summer now is often at times we have the capacity to spend money on holidays and go off to lovely locations. Uh, I haven't been able to do it yet because of COVID. Um, myself and Emily have not gone on an individual holiday by herself, but we did go on with my parents. Um, Have you boys been to any locations that have not been inside the UK that you and your partner have just gone to during like a summer? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a great point to
0: be fair. Yeah. Summer holidays is a, is a huge part of, of certainly British summer. Um, like I say, we 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 go on holiday to get the sun because we only get three days of it over here. So, um, but yeah, I've I've been. We went to Corfu four years ago. Um, obviously Barbados this year, which was after that. I was sort of during COVID, so we were lucky to go on that one. Um. Oh yeah, I've, I've done. We with my parents when I was growing up as a kid. We used to do. A domestic holiday in the UK during Easter half term, and then we go abroad in summer holidays. That would be that was our sort of routine of holidays. Different locations or roughly the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, you know, we we were all very much a different locations sort of family. Because there, yeah, like you say, your family are very much the same place. Mm. Um, but we always mm. like to go some. We always like to go somewhere different. I've been loads of. I've been quite. I've been very very lucky to be fair. In been France, in been Spain, in Egypt, in Italy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll touch on it on my point. Like, my family, we had like a a same location in Cyprus that they really liked in Paphos that we always used to kind of go to. I'd say most likely every two years, every year and a half. Um, I was lucky in a household where I'd always go on a holiday every single year. Like, I knew we'd get to the summer, maybe even sometimes in Christmas, we'd go away. Um, I've I've been to loads of different locations. I've been to like America, I've been to Portugal, I've been to Egypt as well. Gone China, gone Cyprus, uh, gone France and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, so my summers were always, it was just, I get to a summer and where we're going on summer holiday would be it in my household. Whether it was we go to America or whether it was we would go back to Cyprus for another year, that would be the way that we do it. Sam, um, sure. I didn't really have many holidays
2: growing up. Um, went to Great Yarmouth once. <laughs> uh, yeah that, that was like yeah. cheers for laughing um, we, <laughs> yeah went there for like two weeks camping uh, went to Norwich that oh, was alright um, sure I, I, <laughs> I didn't really um, I think the first sort of like abroad holiday or the first time I ever went abroad actually I was about 13 and I went with like a friend and their family they had a villa in France, so we went over there. But yeah,
1: I, I didn't really go abroad. You did go abroad with your family during university, though, didn't you? Yeah, I went to um, Barcelona.
2: Um, for. Uh, I said it was for my degree. I was going to go do a football documentary out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, trying to talk to um, non-English-speaking Spanish people when I couldn't speak Spanish, uh asking them permission to um, film their children was an interesting conversation.
1: Um, <laughs> You've only had now.
2: Yeah, I, I, hmm. actually, I, I've not explained what my documentary was about. Um, <laughs> you just wanted to film children. <laughs> uh, it was about youth coaching in different European countries compared to England. So, yeah, I, I needed to get some footage of Spanish children playing football, but I, I couldn't verbalized
0: that. So yeah. Chad, <laughs> where have you been? Um I'm
2: recently. <laughs> um me and me and Ridley went to um, Croatia last. Went there last year. Um that was class. Um in split. And then the year before um we were due to go to Boardmaster's festival but it got canc- cancelled because of the weather Sorry. i do this a lot i i do it with, <laughs> i i do it with pasta and i say pasta sometimes <laughs> because Patti i'm pasta i think i'm a bit self conscious about my sort of west country accent and dragging out the a's and going like pasta that i'm sort of subconsciously going R ah, and pasta um yeah i do that a lot weird uh, um yeah we ended up uh, ball must got cancelled and then we um we got straight on airbnb and google flights and found those cheap flights and that Nap- napoli the next day so we went to napoli um that was good but um obviously we're in scotland at the moment which is sort of the thing on british summer and we're probably here because of covid like we we yeah. might have went to sort of France or something had it been easier. And from my perspective, being out here, it's been really interesting to see. There's been loads of people out here in their sort of hired camper vans and and things that that just don't belong in Scotland. Like you can tell the people that would be out in Benidorm had COVID yeah. not been a thing. Um, one one guy yesterday, uh, he had hired a van um to take his wife and his two children around scotland doing a similar route what we're doing and he had a pop top like we've got in our van so essentially the roof pops out and it becomes like a tent on top of your van um and you can't drive with the pop top up because the roof will just come over 50 miles an hour um and this guy this guy started driving away with his pop top up um, and then I sort of like ran after the van a little bit, sort of motioning, your roof's up, your roof's up. Um, and he's like, oh, sorry, mate, you can tell we never done this before. And there's so <laughs> many people like that in Scotland at the moment that are just like they do in Scotland at all. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: well, about as a kid? Or, or did you have many summer holidays
2: abroad? Oh, yeah. I, I was a lucky boy as a kid um, because my parents were split up from a fairly early age i went on holidays with dad and holidays with mum, um and i they were probably competing a little bit um i've got family over in canada so we went over there a couple times um and then my dad loves a cruise so we went on a few like caribbean cruises and stuff um which were which were really good to be fair
1: i've never been on a cruise
2: no. oh they're class they're class, mate. Um I wouldn't bother with the med because like you when you start coming back your holiday just gets progressively well. worse, doesn't it? As soon as you start rolling into Southampton and the weather gets shit. Um but <laughs> the the Caribbean ones are great because you just roll around, you eat as much as you want. Like I remember one day, um you can literally have whatever you want. Um one day as a starter I thought I'll have the lobster, which was a main dish. Uh, but I, I thought I'd have that to start, and then had like the expensive fillet steak um, as the main. So I had lobster and steak in in two di- dishes.
0: Plus, yeah, fair play.
2: And then you roll up at some island um, in the middle of the Caribbean, and then chill there for a bit.
0: Right, ah. now, what so so? <laughs> I suppose sounds would be quite easy to answer this, but what was our favourite summer holiday as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> Can't
2: remember. <laughs> um nah, yeah, it's probably one of the ones I went to with my mate and his family over to uh Brittany, I think it was.
0: Nice.
1: Mine would be uh my trip to Florida with my family, where we stayed out in a villa and it was the first time I ever got to go and
0: what? That's got Sam, cramp, yeah.
1: So we went to Florida, and it was like the uh, I was properly into basketball at this point. Um, and so we'd gone to America, and um, Orlando was the uh, where the Orlando Magic is, and um, had like the NBA store. That was like the first time I got to do all the kind of that stuff, and so it was really memorable for me,
0: Chuck. Hmm? Favorite summer holiday as a kid?
2: Ooh. I always loved Canada, to be fair. Um, yeah. Went there twice as a kid. Um, and sort of climbing up the mountains, Whistler, um, just doing loads of random stuff. I remember, actually, i I try and find a picture of it for the Instagram, but I remember I bought like a Canada flame hat. You know, like the flame uh, kids' disco shirts? I had a hat version of that, yeah. and then I bought the hoodie version of that that just said Vancouver on it. Felt so cool, I wore it for weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, uh, mine was probably, uh, I holiday went to Spain, went with family friends, and they had two daughters of a similar age to me, slightly older. Um New dog. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Played <laughs> them both. Played them both. Um, we, we went to a resort called Fort Ventura, um, which was amazing because it had a water park and a theme park. Theme, cool. the, yeah, the theme, the yeah,
2: the theme park there. The huh? there, like Red Dragon, and it's like the biggest in the world.
0: Dragon can, or, yeah,
2: yeah. Or it was when we were kids. Where, yeah, it, when when I it was probably so um.
0: Yeah, and because cause you could go on it at night as well. Mm. It was like yeah, it was like a special nighttime sort of ride on the roller coaster, and that was, that was really quite cool actually.
1: When I went to Florida, the one they had in Disney was called
0: the Kraken,
1: which had like I think it was at the time was the biggest loop to loop in the world. Yeah. So that but was yeah, on, that this, strange, on this on this adventure
0: holiday. I remember because it was uh, obviously you had you had the people dressed up as characters going round. I'm one of uh, Woody Woodpecker was one of the characters. Um, yeah. and at, at the time, uh, my hairstyle was like a Mohican, like, and then I got basically got called Woody Woodpecker and got took un- took under his wing for one of the characters. <laughs> 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 Been yeah, setting that I one up for like, an hour, like hasn't he? Uh, yeah, I felt like an absolute boss that whole holiday because I was like Woody Woodpecker's little psychic <laughs> <laughs> went up in the pecking order. Uh, but yeah obviously there are another big part of summer holidays is going away within the uk as well um there are actually quite a few types of holiday to do within the uk obviously chug's doing one at the moment where you just sort of get a camp van you go camp in and just travel around there are ones where you just go down to the coast like devon and cornwall and you have like a beach holiday there's ones where you go more central, like Lake District and the Peak District, and you have, like, a sort of, you know, you, you go looking around all these areas and go on, like, nice hikes and walks. Um, So, yeah, any, any... What did you do within the UK, you know, for your holidays?
2: I think most of mine were, like, rugby tours, to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I said, I didn't really go on many, but, like, like, my holidays, like, family and stuff. But, yeah, like, if... While playing rugby, the, the only time, really, after the season... We'd go and like go like burn in one sea and go to a campsite or yeah. just things like that. Um, went to Portsmouth for like a tournament, that sort of thing. So I sort of travelled about a
1: bit with with rugby, but yeah, that, that was mainly it to be honest. Jimmy, I didn't I didn't really do any UK holidays as a family. What we would kind of end up doing is go and visit family. So really, the only kind of family that we would visit would be uh, my uncle up in London. So normally we might spend like five or six days up in London in his house. Were you allowed out of his house?
2: Occasionally, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame, isn't it? Because I probably didn't do many UK holidays. Many people don't. They instantly just try and rush after France and Spain and places yeah. like that. But um, actually, I think like the COVID thing has shown a lot of people that actually it's really decent. Can- um yeah. Cornwall's been pretty much fully booked for, for months now. It's ridiculous down there. Uh yeah. you boys have been recently. Yeah. Um it's, it's, it's crazy down there. And like obviously loads of people rushing off to like the lake district and loads of people doing the route that we're doing. Um so yeah, when I was a kid I I probably didn't do do much, and that was probably because my parents were a bit maybe not to what England or the UK, I should, should I say.
0: Yeah, I think um, the good top tip there is don't neglect the UK as as a holiday resort, if you like. Um, yeah, so there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've,
1: I've gone on to UK holiday. Well, it, I've gone on two weekends away uh, this summer um, with Emily. We've been to Bath and London, and I've never been to Bath before. Uh, when I, got, I went to go see different sites around there, like they've got the Roman baths there. They went to go see, and it was it just opened my eyes to like kind of different cities and areas that are around the UK. I've never been before. Um, I went to London, although I've been there before, uh, it was like the first time really I've gone up there by myself. Um, but yeah, kind of like as Chug said, it opens your eyes that there are different areas of the UK that you can go to that you've never been before.
2: Yeah, so like I'm opposite to you guys. I spent my childhood and sort of early 20s in the UK, I didn't really go anywhere. So now yeah. that I've done it, I want to go out and see stuff. So I'm I'm the opposite
0: to you guys, really. Yeah, you are. And I'd say you're probably that sort of the minority. Because like like Chug said, most people would think holiday, summer holiday, let's go abroad. That seems to be the majority of of what British people seem to think. Um, Yeah. um, Summer holiday, heat as well. There's a different kind of level, isn't it? It's, like, it's yeah. Get, the British heat is not heat. the same as... as yeah.
1: You get a broad heat, a broad heat which is like, almost in a way, your body starts sweating the moment you come off the plane. but then yeah, it's in, in the air, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. get accustomed to it within, like, three days. Whereas, like, British summer,
0: you just sweat.
1: It's you're just uncomfortable.
0: It's just... Yeah. Like, at Sounds barbecue, it, it was just uncomfortable. Everyone was in the shade. That's all it was. I tell you what, though, when when we
2: do actually get some sun here, I always get my best hands in England for some reason.
0: I actually I, I don't wear sun cream in England in the UK. Maybe that's why. I, I <laughs> yeah, because cause I just don't. I don't know. Maybe because you're not in that mindset. If you're on a holiday, you don't have to wear it, put sun cream on. But do, yeah. I was going to say, do you not yeah. believe in the sun in the UK? No, I don't really. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I start applying in January to <laughs>
1: build up a tolerance. By
2: the time it goes
0: building on. up
1: my foundation, I have to. I have to. I got. Um,
2: <laughs> I got caught out. I got caught out a couple weekends ago. Um, we're on the beach in Cornwall. We went down with a, a group of school friends, um, and it was one of them days where. then you? Know, your mum will always say it like, um, just because it's windy doesn't mean you won't get burnt. And obviously, it was like cold wind. You're cold, but the sun's still booting down, and my face was like a tomato for days. Um, and I, I, came home and then started to pull out moisturizer. Little did I know it was Ridley's um, like bronzer moisturizer with like fake tan in it. So I just my my face was so so brown for for days. And you, you know that you know that typical like teenage girl thing where they've been playing. For applying fake tan, and you can see it on their hands, and it starts coming through in between their fingers.
0: Yeah. I had that. So you basically nail from the in-betweeners.
1: Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. (laughs) That's one thing Um, I found as well, is that, like, Emily, because it's now the summer, it's like, I've got to put fake tan on. And I'm a bit like, but I thought the summer was for you to tan. She's like, yeah, but if I'm going out, (laughs) I need to make sure I look tanned. And I'm just a bit like, okay. So then, the occasional time where she can't reach certain areas of her back, so I've got to do it for her, and then just
0: like so much work. Yeah, Ridley, can you offer any insight into that?
3: Oh, into fake tan.
0: Well, yeah. Why, why, why do women fake tan when that's what summer is for—to get tanned?
3: Um, if I'm honest, I don't really have a great answer. I think outfits do look better when you have a tan. Um. I'm very, very lazy with the whole fake tan thing. I can't really be bothered with it. I'll do the moisturizer, um, but also if I do put any on, I might just put it on the bits that I know are going to show, like my legs, and then yeah. my arms. But then the rest of it is going to be hidden. Don't really, don't really bother with. Um, I think I think it's to do with the whole outfit thing. Everything looks a bit better with a bit of a glow, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. You run if if you do if you apply too much fake tan. Um, and then getting the sun, you run the risk of. I don't know if you boys have been watching Love Island lately, but everybody's seen it in the past. Come the end, the girls always end up having a different colour face to a diff- to their to their body because they've worn like so much makeup and stuff in the, and fake tan in the day. Yeah. Um, then their their actual arms and stuff have got tanned, but their face hasn't. So then when they change the day, they've got to try and find a find a fake
0: tan and a makeup that fits their body skin, and it's never the same at all. <laughs> yeah, I always find um, tennis players hilarious in the, in the summer tournaments, because they all wear hats when they play. <laughs> the socks. And, then, and the, yeah, then when they take their hats off, it's like their forehead is just like white, and then the rest of their face is like black. <laughs> like, it just looks stupid.
2: Or cricketers with the nose. Yeah, Uh, yeah, they were.
0: Yeah, they proper pilot on their nose, didn't they? Mm. It's a fashion statement more than anything else. Yeah, which brings us on to sort of sports over summer. That's that's quite because generally the football season, the rugby season, which is sort of the two biggest sports, they run basketball season as well. Yeah, well, right. They sort of run from September through till May, so <laughs> summer summer is sort of downtime for those main sports. But there are yes, yeah, so just wondered what what sports there are over summer for any children looking to get into sport over summer.
2: It's always cricket, isn't it? genuinely yeah, it right. to be a big thing. Everyone loves the cricket. Yeah, being um living in Taunton where Somerset play, that was massive for my summers actually. Um, going down to the twenty twenties. Um, and the forty forties, I think it's different now. Actually, I don't think they do forty forty anymore, do they? They, um, they do one day, which is fifty overs each. Right, yeah, um, that was massive for the summer. Absolutely glass. And w- one thing that we we boys actually need to do is get down to twenty
1: twenty. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. It's yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a glorified piss up. Mm, yeah, See, I, I didn't. I didn't know this until my brother went recently with a couple of his friends. Because for me, of I course. just never understood cricket because I didn't understand how you could play a sport for five days and it could still end in a draw. So I just yeah. never like got yeah. into. Oh state. yeah,
2: mate. Sack that off. Just the one yeah. day is That's all yeah. you
1: want. Yeah, and then he was like, "Oh no, like, He's like, "Everyone goes there just to drink." And I went, yeah. "Oh, oh, okay." So it's a sporting event that you drink. I was like, "This sounds like perfect for me."
0: Yeah, and they've got that new hundred thing going on at the moment as well, which is it's it's created to basically for for fan engagement and to get kids involved in it. Um,
2: it's it's, 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 it's the rival the big bash, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and it's quite similar to what T Twenty is anyway. Fast paced hitting it hard, getting loads of sixes. So I don't really see what the point of it is, but we'll see how it goes. Um. What else have we got? Um, well, I mean, rugby, obviously, football's played all year round anyway, like recreationally. Uh, rugby tends to become sevens over over summer. That tends to be included as part of a preseason package. package. Um, basketball, again, is, is an all year round thing. You can go down the courts, down the park with your mates. It, tem- cool. it tends to cut down to a free on free. Normally,
1: three on three tournaments after that, where it's like you can't get the numbers or people get tired much quicker, so you do three on three.
0: Yeah. Um, obviously,
1: yeah. it's like three days a year,
2: isn't there, where all the kids play tennis as well? When yeah, Wimbledon, Wimbledon just finishes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then yeah, they start I was, getting their racket. I was one of those kids because we had a tennis court at the local park. So when Wimbledon came out, me and my mate would always be out there playing tennis. <laughs> And then we'd sack it off about a week later after Wimbledon. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I don't really like playing tennis. Unless Wimbledon's on. <laughs> it should be a good sport, isn't it? But we,
2: just, I don't think the Brits can really be arsed with tennis.
1: I'm nah. terrible at tennis. I'm yeah. so bad at it. Yeah, I've never yeah. really played. I'm great at ping pong. we have never really played tennis, though. Slightly different.
2: I think we, we just <laughs> can't be asked with it. Racket, be, when. When ping pong and badminton's just a slightly easier version. Version?
0: Virgin Version. Version. Virgin. 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 Virgin
1: virgin? <laughs> <laughs> who, who is this Bafferton you speak of? It brings me on to like a thing I was thinking about because obviously <laughs> last week, uh, Sam mentioned about um, obviously there is the Bicky Bangers and uh, the playlist that we currently have going on. And with the theme of a summer pod. Uh, and Sam saying normally you still give kind of one song that you would put onto the Bicky Pangers play- playlist. I thought maybe potentially we could all pick a song, a summary kind of song, to put on the playlist. Yeah. And so I was thinking about it, and for me, it's kind of a nostalgia story. When my brother first got his car, it was the first time that we had ever kind of left the house without our parents ever taking us anywhere. And the first song he ever played in his car was <laughs> Magic B. B. You sound like the Fritzels, mate. What? I know. What? The first time we left the house. <laughs> <laughs> was, I mean, you both know what Mandy and Roy are like, but you can imagine what it was like for us.
4: <laughs>
1: so what was the song? We didn't get it in the end. <laughs> uh, it was Magic by B.O.B. B. Uh, oh, good, good song. song. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's a good song. It's me on the spot now, I think. I think
2: uh, for, for me... Uh, uh, a top class sort of like evening drinks You mates in the in the garden uh, top loader dancing in the moonlight oh that oh, is yeah, an absolute crazy. just
0: yeah walk. we'll put, pop that on the playlist. Chug? Oh so much
2: pressure now. Um Ridley, have we been playing anything lately as we've been rolling along? Scottish artists? Yeah we played a bit of Scottish artists earlier actually. That was
0: good. Um, come back to me in a set. I would do that, but I also haven't got <laughs> I mean, <that's> one. <laughs> Rid- Ridley needs to pick her three songs to go on the pod, and three normal songs to go on the pod anyway, because she's a new guest. You since...
3: can't put that kind of pressure on me. Um,
0: <laughs> we have <laughs> and we will.
3: In the moment, no, you really can't.
0: No, nah, it's probably gone for ages. You're have yeah. to <laughs> come back. We will, we will, you yeah, We will get you vibe. back on and you will have three songs for us. Yeah. I'm um, trying to find my song on the plate this because I've got one in my head, but I can't remember what it's called. And, and another one that normally I I got kind
1: it. of associate with summer is in five years' time.
0: Yeah, it's cheesy.
1: Your, your music is shite. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
4: <laughs> fucking hell. <That's> <laughs> yeah. now
2: that, now that's what I call fucking cheese. That's James. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to go with sunshine by Dario G. I don't know it. It's it's a non-lyric one. It's just tune, just vibes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's listen, me now. You isn't it? Listen to it when you add it. It's a good song. You're probably not when you hear it, I think.
2: Okay. One of those. I I don't know why uh, this is why uh you know when you know Sam saying that he, he messed up his bicky bangers, yeah. initial one because of the pressure. I'm feeling that, um, and then I, I'm now being like swayed through what you're saying. And when Sam said top loader, that then brought me on instantly to that song uh, by um, Uncle Cracker, where it's like follow me, everything is. Yeah, yeah. You don't know how you met me. You don't know why. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah. I'm thinking that. <laughs> okay. Right. They will be on the playlist at some point. Have 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 the ever been put on from the last episode? They, they have. have. Nice. I I checked,
1: it. I checked it in the gym today. Rate it. Yeah.
0: The playlist is building.
2: I will not be adding whatever Jamie's second song was.
0: That's not happening. <laughs> <our> <laughs> not a chance. Uh. Right, so let's try and summarise British summer uh, in a guide to way. How do you be successful at having a top class British summer in five steps? Make sure you book a Wednesday off. Step one. Book a Wednesday book a random Wednesday in June that you will have the best summer of your life. Step two UK for you for granted. Yes. Step two, don't neglect the UK as a holiday resort. Step three Sack off that last step and go to Spain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Step three, suck off the UK, go to Spain.
4: Step four. <laughs> step four.
0: <laughs> fuck sun cream in the UK. Just fuck it. It does I, I I can't agree with that. I
2: can't. <laughs> Check your moisturizer.
0: Yes. Check if you're going to wear sunscreen, check it's not fake tan moisturizer. And the final step for a top class British summer
2: rent a tennis racket because you won't use it for long.
0: (laughs) Yes, rent, don't buy. Yeah. I like it. Or borrow from a mate. Just don't buy one. (laughs) There we go. Don't buy tennis,
2: get a badminton
0: racket. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> there you go there are your five steps to a successful British summer Um, I hope you have a really good summer next year can, probably a bit too... can I take yeah. a bonus one on yeah go on
2: don't give Jamie the Orcs
0: yes
2: <laughs> yes I, like I thought that know. was an unwritten rule I didn't think that was uh, ever had to be stated <laughs> that, that's our bonus tip for any pod bonus do. Tip, Yeah.
0: do not give Jamie the Orcs um, but yes it's probably a bit too late to use this as a guide for this summer now because there's only like we say, june's gone so summer's over um <laughs> so next summer please use these tips and have the most wonderful summer you've ever had in your life um and we will it's nice to see you back again chug thank you for dropping in thanks for having me uh thank you ridley for making an appearance
3: thanks for uh, having me apologies for the snoring of the dog in the background
0: this, fine. We're used it. to it. We're used to this. We're not going to class. <laughs> us, we're not going to class it as your official first appearance. We will get you on officially in the future, and you will we'll have three songs us. ready for us.
3: I will. I promise.
0: Lovely. Um. And we will see everyone else. I'm sure we'll see Sam next week, as we always do. Always. Um, do. And we'll see. Well, we won't see you, listeners. But goodbye. Love you, bye. bye. Love you, bye.